Hello, we're back. We are back. We're back. The boys are back in town. We are now on episode number... 18. 18. Fucking hell, we're doing well, man. We're coming of age. (laughs) (laughs) We're legal. We're legal now. This podcast is now legal. Although, for reasons we'll explain in a minute, uh, that might not be the case for much longer. Mm. Um, Because, uh, to to paint a picture for you, it's a beautiful Sunday day in Leicester. Um, I'm in a very good mood, are you, Matt? I'm in a very good mood. Exactly, we're both in excellent moods, mm-hmm. high spirits. Yeah. And uh, we've just had a lovely walk around the city centre, and uh, basically everywhere's rammed, isn't it? Everyone's. It's a nice day, and everyone's uh, in pubs or outside pubs. Nowhere to record the uh, podcast on licensed premises, so we've come somewhere else today, haven't we? Do you want to tell people where we've come to? Uh, I'm trying to remember. They're near, the, uh, they near the bells. There's the bells of the cathedral there. That's. Uh, Gives you a clue. Uh, four, four o'clock, is it? Three o'clock. Four. And we're at the, um, I can't remember what it's called, the Buddhist Centre. We are. Is it the Buddhist Centre? It's the Buddhist Centre, yeah. Yeah, we're at the Buddhist Centre. And uh, as we sit here now, drinking our uh, organic ginger beer and dandelion and burdock. Yes. Um, there's a Learn to Meditate course uh, leafleted in front of us. and. Uh, I wouldn't mind having a go at that. Really, Matt? Yes. Think that would do you some good, a bit of meditating? Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, it could be, could be like one of those, you know, run-of-the-mill London comics that comes up to do a show and <laughs> meditates before they go on. <laughs> yeah. They do, though. Get, get into the right headspace. A lot of comics I've found have, uh, have started meditating. Well, they, I don't know, I've not found that they've started meditating. I've yeah. noticed that they do. Mm. So, it must be working for some. I can only presume that they heard a really good comic meditate, so did, they uh, that they'd all have a go. Did McIntyre used to meditate when you were backstage with him? Yeah, he had a bit of a go. He'd be like, Hum! Quiet, Hollins, I'm meditating. That uh, definitely did not happen. It didn't happen, no. Uh, general public walking by after having a nice refreshment. Yeah, it's a bit difficult being uh, <laughs> being near, isn't it? Well, we're kind of in the foyer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So it's the noise is absolutely understandable and 100% acceptable. <laughs> but because we're in the body centre, I don't feel like I can really turn around and tell anyone to shut the fuck no, up. No, 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 no. I'll do that. <laughs> Not like in the boozers. <laughs> <laughs> So, episode 18, uh, we've given up on how many people are listening. Um, Doesn't matter, no one wants to know. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> we, let's just say we've smashed Holland and, smashed Holland and all the of the USA yeah. listening, virtually everyone in the USA. And Belfast. And Proj and Kev. Do you know where Proj gets the name Pete Proj from? For Proj, I mean. From the Prodigy? That's right. Because he loves the Prodigy. Yeah. How much have you got to love a band to change your name? I mean, that's like you being called Matt Libertine, isn't it? It is, yeah. <laughs> I'd have to embrace the libertine lifestyle, though, and, you know... Not in keeping with the uh, Buddhist centre. Take lots of drugs and sleep with lots of women and men, probably. Can't say that in here, Matt. No, I'm just saying it. I'm not not saying that's what I want to do. 
To, Matt. Anything exciting to tell me? No, no. Uh, um. <laughs> what, comedy-wise or life in general? Or? Just either. Whatever you feel like. Found any cheap chickens lately? Or? No. I went to Congleton in Cheshire. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Went to the Manchester Comedy Store to do new stuff. Did you? On a Sunday. Lovely. How was that? Well, usually, the first time I did it, there was about 60 in there, and we did it in the bar, not the main room. And they're not particularly well-known comedians. The second time I did it, uh, Alan Cochran was on. Oh, I like Alan Cochran. And there was about 120 in, in the main room. So this time I did it, they don't advertise the acts, you see. So you don't know who's going to be on. No. So I get so on, nice and early. <laughs> I said to the guy in the sign room, I said, I'm here, I'm one of the out. <laughs> he says, hello. I said, uh, which room's it in tonight? He said, which room? <laughs> as if the same, you know, as if it was a stupid question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, is, is, it the, is it the main room? He said, oh, yes, it's the main room. Yeah. Is there more to this? So I thought nothing of it, you know. Right. Anyway, who was on? Right, Tony Burgess was on. Uh, writer for Johnny Vegas, Steve Coogan, yep, yep, comedian. Yep. Uh, Brennan Reese, former English comedian of the year. Nice. Uh, bronze place, third place in Britain's Got Talent, was it? Or The X Factor? Britain's Got Talent, Deliso Chaponda. Oh, right, is it? Yeah, and also a lady walked into the room early on. I thought, oh, who's she? I've not seen there her before. Go. I've not seen her before. Then Toby Head Oak, the compere, spoke to her. And then I recognised her voice. Sarah Millican. Didn't have her glasses on, so I didn't recognise her, you see. Didn't recognise her. And I thought, I bet she walks around without her glasses on, so she doesn't get recognised, because I don't recognise her. And so it was sold out. Yeah. Excellent. Even though they don't, you said they don't advertise. She tweeted it. She tweeted it, and it sold out on the strength of that. Well, she tweeted it the night before. Because you were on that. Well, it was one or the other. It was either because she was on, or because I was on, or because Delisa was on. One of them was the two people off the telly. Or because one, or one of you. the, or, or, yeah. I think it was you, mate. Did you have a chat with her? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> At one moment, I was holding court in the comedy store dressing room <laughs> with all these uh, really good comics. With my story about this, how there's two UB40s and how the legal battle is uh, ripping them apart. So, and they, they were fascinated, absolutely fascinated. <laughs> I've and, seen that documentary. You've seen that documentary? Yeah, it's it's good, isn't We've it? We've talked about it before, haven't we? Have we talked about yeah. it? And Sarah Millican said, Matt, you've got some stories you have. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, thanks. <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> no, she did say that. She said something like that anyway. Something like that. She went, will you stop telling your boring stories, please? <laughs> <laughs> you weird man. <laughs> Security, can we get him out of here? No, sorry, he's one of the acts. Because I'm getting quite old now, so I'm allowed to be a weird old man in the dressroom. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you've got some stories. <laughs> That's going I'd on the love post it if that the next year. True. That's going on the post the next year. 
It's not actually uh, saying whether they're any good or not. <laughs> so, just to quote, Matt has got some stories. Sarah Milliken. <laughs> oh, Matt, you do watch documentaries when the rest of us are gigging. I love that you watch documentary. <laughs> it's really good. Because yeah. now that they've it's got, sad though. Yeah. yeah. But the official UB40, mm. they've um, they've just got the other brother in, haven't they? The third brother. Yeah, shit, he can't yeah, see. No. <laughs> <laughs> he just looks like someone from a working men's, didn't he? Just... He, he never, he was never in the band. No, I know. <laughs> and it's just, it's like Ali, well, Ali hadn't been in them, I don't think, for ages, and then he just stepped in. Ali's now in UB40 with Ali and, and Cosmo. Astro. Cosmo, isn't it? Astro. Sorry, Astro. Cosmo. <laughs> Who's Cosmo? <laughs> Who's Cosmo? That's Cosmo and Dibs, children's puppets from you and me. I'm glad I didn't say Cosmo in the dressing room of the communists. Oh, maybe you did. What if you did? Oh, God, maybe that's why they haven't put me back yet. Maybe that's All why. Right. For anybody who's not seen it, if it's on the iPlayer, Cats at UB40 documentary. Yeah, what was it called? It was called UB40, colon, something, blah, hmm. blah. Um, but it was very sad if you're, if you're a fan Particularly of the band. Particularly for the mother. If you're not a fan of the band, if you hate UB40, yeah, you won't find it sad, you'll find mm. it really enjoyable. Mm. Mm. Yeah. yeah, the long and the short of it is, one of them was a bit of a money grabber, and he kept making unfair demands, didn't he? He'd go to the rest of the band and say, if I don't get 10 grand to go on holiday... Who's that, this, Ali Campbell kitty. or someone yeah, else? Yeah, 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 yeah. If yeah. I don't get 10 grand out that kitty mm. to go on holiday that next week, mm. I'm leaving the band. He just kept holding on to ransom, didn't Oh, he? and in, in the end they let him go, did they? Yeah. I can't remember. I don't remember that bit exactly. He noticed throughout that documentary they referred to it as re- reggae music as well. Yeah, but it is though, isn't it? It's reggae, isn't it? Oh, that, what do they call it? Reggae. Yeah, that's the Birmingham accent then. Do you know they're very popular in Jamaica? <laughs> they are. Did, you know man. they're really popular yeah, in Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. So you can diss them all you like. Well, what's that prove? <laughs> They're really popular in Jamaica. There's other stuff that's popular in Jamaica that doesn't mean it's good. Jerk goat's popular in Jamaica. I'm not saying it's good, bad or indifferent. They're popular (laughs) in Jamaica. Can't (laughs) say anymore. Isn't it amazing though? They reckon they were the third most played on air, uh, third most airplay throughout the 80s. Really? And then something like 15, 20 years later they realised they haven't got any money and they're in masses of debt. Yeah, but that... That always happens though, doesn't it? Artists always go... Well, if you've got awful management. Oh, I, I never yeah. thought about taxes. Mm. Then, well, what kind of moron doesn't fit? He's self-employed, yeah. thinking about taxes. Yeah. Just like think, you do with all the gig money. I you think, you I declare think, it all, don't you? Yeah, I declare it all, yeah. I think they... Um, <laughs> no, I do. I think they... Um, I think they had a manager who they were relying on to sort this out for them, and, they, and he was either incompetent or ripped them off or they were getting ripped off by everybody really they were getting ripped off by everyone yeah left right and centre left right and centre you've got to yeah you've got to it's a shame that it ended up like that because they I think they had a really nice way of working which was they just used to split it yeah between them between seven or eight of them yeah I think that ultimately is what led to the demise of the band was Ali Campbell going well I'm doing this singing on the front and I deserve more money yeah but what a nice way to start out to say, right, let's just all take the same out of pot. Yeah. Even though, you know. Nine times out of ten, the creative one's always going to think, hang on a minute. Yeah. I'm working harder. 
hold on a minute, I'm, I've written the song, yeah. I'm playing the guitar and mm. singing all the way through it. Yeah. Astro's got a triangle. Yeah. <laughs> Still makes of Astro though, isn't it? Yeah, well, do you know, I think that's more to do with the fact that he knows people expect to see Astro when they go to UB40 gig. Right. Right. Astro's a very recognisable figure, is, isn't he? He is recognisable. So if you see UB40 without Astro, you go the same year before. So you're, basically you're saying uh, Astro's a mascot, which I think is a dreadful thing Mastro. to say. Mastro. <laughs> <laughs> Mastro. Mastro. <laughs> right, is okay. it that time? It is that time, Matt. <laughs> I feel scared of saying some of these stories in here. But we'll, we'll, we'll say them quietly. We'll say just say them quietly in the Buddhist centre. We would like to apologise to Buddha, to God, and to all the gods, particularly Buddha, uh, about some of what Jason is about to say. Let me see if that's seat outside. And possibly what I'm going to say as well. Hollins and Neil. Pa. Right, we have, uh, we've now moved. Uh, we're now sat outside the uh, Christian Resources Centre. St. Martin's House and uh, the White Rose Cafe joined on to the Guild Hall, which used to be the oldest building in Leicester. <clears throat> what do you mean it used to be? Well, it used to be. It's not, not, it's not anymore. What is? Oh, I don't know. They've got a new, older building. Well, they must have. That, I mean, that's what I was told. You can't have, Matt. If it used to be the oldest, it's only going to have got older. Well, I was told it used it's to... It's not like that one stopped ageing and another one overtook it. I'm just going on what I've been told, Jason. Oh, look, he's getting mardy now. Mm. We've found his limit, listeners. <laughs> I'm liking this. It's going to get very frosty, this podcast. <laughs> it might kick off. Yeah. Right, stop it's reading it, just because you sat next to me. Don't don't sneaky peek. Right, it's time for Topical News, Topical News. Topical News, Topical News. Topical News, Topical News. Topical News. Topical News. Topical News. Right, you ready for this one, Matt? Yeah. A woman... It's a good start. A woman got lamb fat injected into her buttocks. Now she needs major reconstructive surgery. What do you think of that? I think that sounds absolutely disgusting. Uh, was this a, for a cosmetic thing to make her look better? I think that that's dreadful. Um, well, I'm guessing it weren't just a. Or, she found it in the whoop section of all. I wonder what happened. Or <laughs> was it for a surgical thing which need, needed actually doing? Let's find out. She wanted a backside that was bigger and plump, according to federal authorities. Disgusting. But what she got instead was a medical nightmare. She asked for it. Yeah. She literally asked for it. Yeah. Injectly asked for some lamb fat. Lamb fat. Oh, dear me. Have you ever I mean, had anything injected into your ass, Matt? Uh, oh, yeah, that cigarette we covered in uh, oh, yeah. episode... Uh, I can't remember the episode number. 13 or something. For those who've yeah. not listened to it, what happened, Matt? Yeah, basically uh, got drunk with some people I didn't know. They were catering from a catering background. They like to work hard, play hard. <laughs> Uh, got me drunk, or well, I helped get myself drunk really, but they, they, they encouraged me, I think, and I kind of passed out uh, upstairs in the old pump and tap. And uh, apparently, I don't really remember it, I had a um, cigarette inserted into my uh, anus and uh, it burnt down. It went in filter first and uh, burnt down, and apparently, it made me. Uh, Jolt as it burns into me. 
and uh, I kind of came to. Um, you came to? No, 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 no. I found it a bit disgraceful. Uh, it was removed. I don't know if I removed it myself, but uh, shortly afterwards I left. Uh, Problem is, listeners, he actually. Uh, actually got addicted and now he uh, <laughs> inserts 10 a day. <laughs> I smoke 20 a day, 10 in my mouth, 10 in my eyes. But to be honest, yeah, I never felt the same, I didn't have the same passion and love for that pub that uh, other people did after that incident. You know I'm now going to cut 10 in my mouth and 10 in my arse. Why? <laughs> it's an audio clip. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 that would drag him in. But uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when it closed down, yeah, kind of sad, but not really. It's a good joke that you could tell that as a as a bit on stage. You could say about someone sticking a fag at your arse, and the punchline is, mm. "I'm now addicted." That's right, ten a day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Try it later on. Yeah, thanks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, she uh, she was told yeah. by Diaz Hernandez that the uh, cell-infused injections were guaranteed safe and will stay in place until she dies. But after having the injections, uh, she soon noticed that the so-called nature product had moved into her back, hips and legs. Imagine oh my that, God. being full of lamb fat. It's because they're not, they're not used to using that as a product, so they don't know what it's going to do. Well, I'll tell you exactly what it does, Matt. It crisps up it lovely, <laughs> is what it does. Well, it, well <laughs> that's, it moved around the body. That ended up, so she didn't end up with a nice big booty, she just ended up Here we go, here with it comes. Uh, <laughs> lamb fat all over her body and uh, not what, what she was looking for. Uh, no, did it make a backache? Isn't that a, uh, a UB40 song? <laughs> lamb fat all over your body. <laughs> oh dear me. This is why I love this podcast, right? Because we enjoy it, don't we? We enjoy it. Doesn't matter whether anybody it. listens no, no, or not. It doesn't matter. We could just have this as a chat and not document it. But fuck it. Well, I think she was very daft. But also, I'd like to thank her for trying it so that now other people know not to try it. Although, I am a bit concerned. People still will. They won't read that and uh, they'll still go ahead with the uh, lamb fat in your body. <laughs> uh, Arse reconstruction. So that's listeners, the, uh, the B side to rat in my kitchen. That is, listeners, there's don't a do fat it. in my body. What am I gonna do? I've got a quick question for you. Would you ever have cosmetic surgery, Jason? I don't think I would. Nope. No, no, can't see the point now, to be honest. I think once you get once you get near 40, it's a bit late, isn't it? Yeah, the worst thing that's happen, can happen is someone's gonna look at you and go, You look 50, and they'll go, How old are you? and you go, I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how old you look. Good. Yeah. That's how old yeah. I am. Where's, yeah. where's the problem with that? Yeah. I like it when people say to me, "You look younger than you are." Has that ever happened? Uh, it happened about three years ago, and I've clung on to that. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? It was a neighbour at my old place. Ben Ennis. No, it was a neighbour at my old place. She says, "How old are you?" I said, oh, "I was probably 39 tomorrow." She was like, "No way." No way. How old are you now? I thought you were about 29. I'm 43 now. Mm. All right, okay. Mm. Mm. Just turned. Just turned. Just turned 43. Okay, let's move on. We've gone down the I didn't invite you to my party because I didn't have one. I never do. 
Yeah, I know, because I was trying to get you out for a beer on your birthday. I sent you a message saying what we're doing then, and he's celebrating. And uh, you went, no, I've been out for the last seven nights in a row. I'm going to have a night in. Yeah. With the girls. Yeah. Two mics, bit of babe station. Well, I did go out in Some the Some I did go out in the day, but it was just a oh, day right. thing. Oh, right, cheers, mate. Well, it was uh, Joe and Annette's mum's birthday is the same day as mine, and she's yeah. in a nursing home. Joe and Annette's mum in a nursing home, and what did you do, Matt? We had a dance. You went to a nursing home, you had a dance, mm. and you got not drunk. I got not drunk. I, I thought I was drunk. No, I thought I'd had a drink. The nurses provided us with some rosé, and I had a glass, and I thought, God, that's strong. And uh, then a few people got up and started dancing to the, uh, you know, the Caribbean beat that uh, Jesus. they like to listen to, the Fagans. You be 40. And uh, I, I was joining in, feeling confident. I thought, ooh, nice bit of wine, that. But uh, of course, it was non alcoholic. <laughs> nurses don't tend to give out um, <laughs> alcohol <laughs> <laughs> in nursing homes. Okay, on to the next bit of topical news then. Topical news, 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 topical news. Yeah. Man uses fireworks to remove bees' nest from garage, promptly burns down garage. What a price that. I mean, for crying out loud, that's the last thing you want to do. Give you a little bit more detail on that, Matt. A Grand Blanc, Michigan man decided to use fireworks to try to destroy a bee's nest in his garage on Monday. That's a very important oh. part of it. Not on a Monday, Matt. What an idiot. <laughs> but he ended up burning the structure to the ground. Fortunately, no one was injured in the fire. Mike Tingley, <laughs> the homeowner, <laughs> told the news outlet it was, a de it was depressing to lose the building, <laughs> but everyone is safe, and that's the main thing. Is he sure everyone's safe? I, don't I mean, he's there <laughs> as the head of his family, I presume. I assume so. Is he sure that his family are safe with him about? I mean, what an idiot. <laughs> I mean, it's not hard to pick up the phone and uh, phone pest control, is it, really? Do you know what's even easier? They're the experts. Just get a boiling kettle. Yeah? Yeah, get a boiling kettle, get up a ladder mm. with a... <laughs> A container of boiling hot water. Get up a ladder. You sure this right. is a safe. This thing, is dead it? safe, Matt. <laughs> right, and then all you do, you shout right down the beehole. No, you don't. You do, right? This is a this is how you do it, right? If ever you get in that situation, this is what you do. Yeah. Boil that kettle up, nice and hot. Yeah. Right, once it's boiled, press the button and hold it down. Keep it properly boiling. Yeah. Right? Climb up that ladder, one-handed, yeah. with a kettle in your hand. Shout down the beehole. Fuck off, bees. <laughs> Right, and then just dash, pop the lid on the kettle and just whoosh, just throw it on there. Right. And then as the bees come out, get <laughs> get a can of links, right? Can of links and a cigarette lighter. Yeah. Light the lighter. Oh, flame, flame flowers, yeah. Can of links Africa. Yeah. <laughs> Those soaking. They hate the bees. Soaking scalded Africa. <laughs> <laughs> Those soaking scalded bees come out to yeah. ball of fire. Yeah. And then you run down the ladder, yeah, quick as you can, and just run off. And then you run into the fam uh, into the house, and you go, "Family, 
Son, no, where's the, the, ca- <laughs> where's the Catherine wheel? We're all safe. I've saved the day. Yeah. What's what what <laughs> firework would you use if you were trying to get rid of a bee's nest, man? Oh, you say Catherine wheel. I'd probably. Uh, what is all that? Catherine wheel would be good. Probably rockets. But you've got to have a good aim with a rocket, haven't you? Yeah. You ever tried to let one off? No, the thing a, is, uh, if you've got six rockets, right. It doesn't matter if you miss with the first three. Six rockets, very specific. Because you'll get you them with the six. fourth and maybe the fifth and sixth. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever got like a bit of old gutter in or a pipe, stuck a rocket in it and done it as a launcher off your shoulder? No. It's brilliant, Matt. I can't say I have. I think you should go buy one and do it now. Sounds very dangerous, Jack. I reckon a Catherine wheel would be really good because as that went off and it was spinning around, if you put that down the beer. the worst one Shout fuck off bees, <laughs> like the Catherine wheel, and then as they come out, flying out the bee hole, they'll, uh, they'll just get engulfed by the Catherine wheel down there. Bees don't understand English or the human language. Ah, oh, that's racist. No, I don't think they do, <laughs> and um, because they're insects, or whatever they are, they're slightly bigger than uh, They're insects, or whatever they are. <laughs> slightly bigger. but uh, <laughs> I don't think it's based on size. But whatever they are, they do not understand the human language. And this fuck off bees thing is pointless. Uh, I had a bee in the van with me the other day, and I was in uh, Croft. But you know, you don't need to worry, because it will only sting you in extreme circumstances. Oh, I won't worry. Because they die. I won't worried. right? I was in Croft, and this, I noticed there was this bee mm. in the van. Mm. And I had the window down, he was sat right on the edge of the door. Mm. He could have just popped out at any minute, but he didn't. He stayed there, and mm. he. I thought, fucking hell, he's ended up in Rothley now. Yeah. He's going to wonder what's happened. Wow! So he went. Is that South Leicestershire to North Leicestershire? Yeah, exactly. He, he went from Croft to Rothley. Yeah. I don't know whether he was happy with that. I'd say Rothley's an improvement. Well, on they Croft. have a radius, don't they? I don't know what the radius is for a bee, and I don't know if it'd be able to find a, a colony. He ain't going back to Croft, mate. He'd be knackered. It was fat as well. It's quite a fat bee. So I think he definitely would have struggled to get back to Croft. <laughs> Bees are crazy, crazy mothers. He's probably dead now. They, how many, they, they produce so much honey, it's amazing. So, <laughs> that's one of their main functions, isn't it? Pretty much, yeah. I don't yeah. think they do an awful lot else. Apart from like, coming on a car journey with you. It's nice, that little road trip. Croft, Rothley. Both nice villages, but Rothley's bigger. I don't know if it'd prefer that. Shall we move on? Probably. Mm. Um, right, okay. Just bearing in mind that we're outside the Christian Centre here. Let's uh, crack on with the next story. Sorry, God. Uh, man gets penis stuck in wrench for 17 hours. Dentists delicately drill it off. Dentists? Yeah. Man arrived at hospital one night last week. Like, this is not very factual, this website where I've been getting these stories from. No. Right, at least the other one said Monday. Uh, a man arrived at a hospital one night last week with his swollen penis stuck inside a wrench, leaving both doctors and firefighters at a loss for what to do. Fortunately, dentists knew just the thing to free his manhood. What the fuck's that all about? This is in China, right? And the reason that I brought this in, I think it's quite an interesting story, but you can actually, you look at these pictures, right? Mm. Look at how many people are in these pictures, Matt. Mm. And just imagine having that many people look at you. Yeah. With your cock stuck in a spanner. Yeah. Because <laughs> when it said wrench, I was, I was struggling to picture it. Yeah. But basically what he's done, you know, like with a spanner, mm. 
mm. how you've got like the open end and yeah. then you've got one which is closed like a ring yeah and he's obviously stuck his lad through that ring mm. and then like a cock it. ring like a cock ring yeah <laughs> mm. yeah alan mm. cock ring mm. you gig with the other day oh yeah yeah, right. yeah. look how many people <laughs> <laughs> look at that he's got the army in there mm. yeah <laughs> you can tell they're all um relaxed with the idea by now though it's gone beyond embarrassment and they're all happy but um, look at those nurses right for mm. for the sake of the listeners right mm. there's basically a one man who's clearly working away on mm. the uh that must be the dentist on the <laughs> yeah. for a start off i think he's got the wrong thing taking that to the dentist mm. <laughs> what's the matter sir i've got my cock stuck in the spanner Right, it's not really my speciality, I'll be honest with you. This is making me wonder whether the dentist should be the, what is it now, the fifth emergency service? Okay. In case this scenario crops up. Well, I don't, I don't think it's going to happen again, mm. necessarily. Mm. Um, where are we? Doctors decided that in order to release the wrench from the man's penis, they would have to cut off blood flow to his genitals through surgery. Oh, God. Did he have a bone on then? Yeah, I assume so. Mm. I think that's not what a cock ring does, isn't it? Like, oh, uh, I think it aids stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Mm. <laughs> right. In order to carry out the operation, doctors needed the permission of the man's family. Mm. Don't know why that. You might that be even worse, wouldn't it? Yeah. If you, if I you bet got, it was like, oh, don't ring me, man. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you got your cock stuck in Spanish, like that, lads. We all know what I've done. Can we keep this between us? No, yeah. I'm sorry, we've got to yeah. ring your mum. Yeah. Oh, I love, I love the hundred. Hello, is that Mrs. Yeah. So-and-so? Yeah. Mm. Do you want to bring your husband down with you? I oh, can't, he's in the garage looking for one of his spanners. Collins <laughs> and This is from the Tampa Bay Times. Mm. And on the printout that I've got, this is the order that it reads in, right? Tampa Bay Times, underneath that it says, winner of 12 Pulitzer Prizes. Mm. Yeah? Mm. There's a cheap joke in there about the bloke with the spanner having a Pulitzer Prize. Oh, Pulitzer. Yeah, 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 yeah I missed that one. Right. So, Tampa Bay Times, winner of 12 Pulitzer Prizes. So you're thinking, okay, they're trying to show what a respectable publication they are. Mm. And then the headline's underneath it. Police, Florida man, sits on gun, shoots himself in penis. Oh, well, it's a problem with the country, isn't it? There's too many guns in that country. Yeah. I don't think you're going to stop Americans from having guns by citing the case of a man who shot himself in the car. Well, he's an idiot. He's got a loaded gun on his on his what is it on his on his chair on his settee. No, and driver's seat. Drivers on the driver's. He's seat. left his gun on the driver's seat. He's forgot. He's sat down on it and shot his cock. So he's just left it in his car. So yeah. on his drive or whatever. Yeah. So a criminal could go by. I think. Oh, a criminal might think. Oh, actually, I won't mind killing so and so. And oh, there's a gun. Look, bang. And uh, next minute, you've got a homicide. <laughs> a homicide on your hands. Sheriff's office say the man ran into his girlfriend's house mm. on Friday after the gun discharged. Mm. She saw that he had a wound in his groin. Oh, mm. What eagle eye. Well mm. done. I think if you, ran, if you just shot yourself in the cock and you ran in your girlfriend's house, I don't think that like, she deserves any points for spotting that you've got a wound in the groin. I think it would be pretty obvious pointing at your Mate, cock screen. it's so dangerous. You can't have a good old brawl in a pub in a bar in America because someone will just shoot you. Apparently he had a previous conviction for cocaine possession <coughs> and he now faces charges being felon in possession of a firearm. That's a fucking... Oh, it wasn't licensed. That's bad, isn't it? Yeah. 
Yeah. Keep it under wraps. Yeah. There's no way you can keep that under wraps, is there? Yeah, no. Okay. All right, let's move on from that one. I think we've uh, I think we've done all we can with that. All yeah. Right. You see uh, old uh, Mickey Pence? You see what he's been up to? Is he the deputy uh, president? Vice president. Vice president, sorry. What's Mickey Pence been up to? Mickey Pence? We don't he, usually uh, go in for the hard-hitting political stuff. This is actual news, This is, which is mm. unlike us. Yeah. Basically, he went round, uh, he did a tour of NASA... And there's a picture of him all over the internet. Yeah. Of uh, there's basically a bit of kit. What's the name went there as well? That singer from South London. In an episode. Um, what's that singer we talk about sometimes? You're gonna have to help me out here, mate. You know the biggest solo artist in the UK. Adele. Adele. She went to NASA. We covered that in the episode with Massive. Okay. But now Mickey Pence has had a tour as he well. Yeah, he's yeah. had a tour. But whilst he was there, most importantly. Yeah. There was an actual machine there, mm. and it says on it, critical space flight hardware, do not touch. Right. And there's a picture I know of what's him. coming here now. There's a picture <laughs> of him with his hand on it. Look at that. <laughs> you prat. <laughs> he uh, visited the, spaced, uh, the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, mm. uh, where he placed his hand on a piece of hardware, despite a large sign that read, do not touch. He later apologised to NASA on Twitter, joking that Florida, <laughs> Florida Senator Marco Rubio dared him to do it. Oh, <laughs> it's a dare, was it? Well, if it's a dare, it's a dare. Now that is funny, right? NASA... Fair it, enough, it's, if it's a dare, it's a dare. And what was NASA's know? response? I mean, nothing bad happened. <laughs> He's dared him, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Why did you do it? It was a, a dare. dare. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough, I mean, I don't mind that. Why did you put your cock in this banner? It was a dare. <laughs> I, li- I like NASA's response to it. Well, NASA has assured Mr. Pence that the equipment was in need of a clean anyway. <laughs> they're all mates, you see. They're all mates. It doesn't matter. I love it. What a lovely news story that is. Yeah, no, no, that's nice. The thing is... It's gone up in my estimation. Exactly, I love that, right? Because the, the whole story is basically, he's touched this, it, which is a really, really simple thing. To have a, a thing that says do not touch and a picture of the vice president touching it. That's quite funny. Yeah. For him to respond with the senator did it for, told me it was a dare, yeah. that's funny. And then for NASA to say it's all right, it needed a clean anyway, just jolly well done to everybody involved. It's I just love like, that story. It's kind of like saying everything's all right in America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, don't worry. And um, I'll sleep better tonight. <laughs> I like Mark Pence. I, I do. I've no idea who he is. I've got no. Yeah, he's probably, probably like anti-abortion <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Probably We've just fascist. gone. Well, he did do a funny tweet, though, didn't he? <laughs> and speaking of funny tweets, that brings us on to the next bit. Oh, topical news. Topical news. Topical news. Topical news. Topical news. What the fuck's that? Just oh, kicking moving, off here. Moving some stuff. All right. Next bit of topical news. Right. Did you see old Gibbo at Glastonbury? I did not see Gibbo at Glastonbury. I didn't see much of Glastonbury. We're talking about Barry Gibby. I uh, did read something about him at Glastonbury, wearing a coat or a jacket or something. He did. He wore a ridiculous jacket that somebody in the crowd gave him. We're talking about Barry Gibby. He's the uh, buck-toothed, flamingo-bodied lead singer. Wasn't it Morris or Robin who was buck-toothed? Well, they all were, really, weren't they? it ran in the family but he basically he's the one who kind of invented that whole <laughs> way of singing mm, mm. and look at him he's an odd odd looking man isn't he he's I thought co- his brothers looked odder yeah they did but he's mm. just taking it I mean to I'm not having level. a go at them especially as you know they're no longer 
with us. Well, but, he is the uh, last BJ, isn't he? He's last, the last BJ. Yes, the last of the famous international BGs. There's a lot of talk of bees on this episode. Yeah. U, UB40. UB40. Fuck off bees. Uh, and BGs. now the BGs. Go on, carry on, carry on. Next, <laughs> today's episode is brought to you by the letter B. <laughs> so, basically, somebody put a joke on Twitter right. and this is why I wanted to bring it up right because it was a joke uh, that people yeah, yeah, took yeah, very yeah, literally yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, going to yeah, say yeah. don't the, you the, the woman yeah the, yeah, yeah. a woman yeah. tweeted and I, I think it was hilarious it was funny tweeted, yeah it was right? funny yeah. but people took it very literally oh they do though you missed the joke idiots who don't know anything piping up and shouting abuse so the tweet I'm trying to find it I should have found it in advance but I'm, I think it, the tweet essentially was along the lines of hasn't Barry Gibb got any songs of his own yeah he's covered steps take that, take steps. that. boy's yeah. own yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is a great yeah, joke isn't funny, it Matt yeah, that funny. is an absolutely yeah. brilliant joke yeah. Yeah. but what happened I'd is, like to have it on the show yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. but what happened is obviously Twitter responded not not knowing that it was a joke no so everybody went mental mm. going if you knew who Barry Gibb is then you'll know that he wrote the songs you are referring to and all this kind of stuff. So then she starts saying, that's the joke. Yeah. There's a picture of uh, McBain from The Simpsons with the... Uh, oh, yeah. With the, the, it's a meme, and it says, that's the joke underneath it. And she posted that in response. And then everyone started responding going, no, you're just backtracking. You didn't mean it as a joke. <laughs> and it got really out of hand, didn't it? Everybody was actually quite vitriolic to this poor woman for, for just attempting a but joke. People always are on flipping uh, Twitter and Facebook. It's they horrible. are, shouldn't they? It's horrible, yeah. Now, uh, are we ready for the one-question quiz? Yeah, we are. I think we've uh, yeah. got to that point in the show. Right, it's time for quiz. Quiz, quiz. There are more questions and answers than it is in my mind and in that zone. There are more questions and answers than the more I find out. Okay, listeners, it's, lovely time. it's time for the first question in the one question quiz, also known <laughs> as the final question. <laughs> so, listeners, you might know this if you saw it on TV the other week or if you've uh, seen what I'm talking about, or you might not. Uh, you might have heard it, you probably won't know it, it's quite a toughie. So, uh, Pete Townsend, out of the Who. Just oh, waving to my friend there, Ben Ennis. <laughs> Works at the Guildhall. Fucking Hall. Ben Ennis yeah. has to get in. Every episode he has to get yeah. in, doesn't How he? How you doing? You right? <laughs> <laughs> Ben's just nearly falling over there. That was excellent. <laughs> so Ben's coming over now. So are you ready for the question, listeners? Uh, oh, Pete Townsend from The Who. So Pete Townsend from The Who uh, saw the band uh, do their first uh, gig in 1984. Hi, Ben. You right? Alright mate. You alright? How we're are just, you? We're just come and say hello. Uh, yeah, you're right. The uh, podcaster. Uh, welcome to the Hollands and Neil podcast. Uh, top local comedian, Ben Ennis. Hello. Is that it? Yep. 
Come on, mate, we're expecting more. We've talked you up a lot on this. Show. Oh, you not? Yeah. We have, yeah. yeah. We've talked about you a lot. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, well, I'm just collecting glasses. You're at um, work, aren't I'm you? I'm at work, yeah, I've got a day job. Yeah, Ben's so, got a day job now. He's, yeah. um, the, the way the circuit is now, Ben's had to take a day job. So, yeah. so sorry, state of affairs. Yeah. It's tough but out there. It's, uh, but I'm, it's uh, a jungle. You know, it's a source of material. So <laughs> it's, um, I mean, you could almost say I'm moonlighting. <laughs> um, you know, You're going in under duty. the radar. Yeah, You're definitely. basically getting in character, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I can tell you a funny story about what happened at work today. We had a man come in uh, to book tickets for an event from Norfolk. I said, what's your surname, sir? And he said, Partridge. You yeah. couldn't write this, could you? <laughs> Partridge from Norfolk. Yeah. You get yeah. it, Alan Partridge. I, I get it, yeah. I was, yeah. Just, I was just thinking you could write it, someone did. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm a bit late on that. <laughs> 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 it's already been yeah. done. Yeah. 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 Brilliant. Well, I was just doing the one question quiz. All right. Let's What's do it live and see if you know the answer. It's uh, it's a quiz. It's just one question. It's really. one question. I mean, basically, you have like the first question, or as it's also known, the final question. The final question. It's right. it's like a quiz that doesn't go on for very long. Because well, there's only one question, question to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it should be called question rather than quiz, really. Yeah. Anyway, Matt, let's do the question yeah, live. We'll see if Ben gets question. You exactly. It's just question it with a number. Yeah. It's just like it's like calling a film Jaws one. That's why he's one of the best listeners. Jules won. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Matt, come on, do the question and see if Ben gets it. Don't shout out because the listeners at home have got to have a go first. But um, (laughs) so, uh, as long as we leave it, (laughs) he normally counts to five five seconds. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, I might have told you this. I don't. I don't know. Um, Find out five seconds. (laughs) So uh, Pete Townsend of The Who uh, saw a band do their first gig in 1984, uh, their first ever gig. He was so impressed with one of the musicians that he said to them, would you like to play on my next album? And the musician in question said, no, these are my boys. I know this. Oh, you know this one? Yeah. No, these are my boys. Brilliant, I know one. This is a first. And the question is, who was the musician? If you know the musician, you'll know the group. And let's give uh, five seconds to the listeners. So that's five, four, three, two, one. Do you know this one, Ben? Wasn't Yazoo, was it? Vince Clark. No, no, it wasn't Vince Clark out of Yazoo. That's a good. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell was you. It? It was yeah. terrible, Who was it? It was uh, the drummer from the Stone Roses. Yes. What's his name? Is it Remy? Rennie, but I'm going to give you that one. Yeah, I'm going to be generous. Give you Rennie. It's the correct answer. There we go. Yeah. yeah. I'm astounded yeah. because normally it's like what mountain range separates the and it's just dead boring but it was actually like a cultural question man yeah it was relevant I enjoyed it <laughs> <laughs> I better get back to work lads no worries yeah, Collins and Neil I think we're there have you enjoyed it have you enjoyed it today have I enjoyed it it feels yeah. like we've been going for for hours we've not yeah but I've, I mean we started it. off at the Buddhist centre you had a ginger beer I had a dandelion and burdock I think we've found religion here uh, today. It's so, interestingly, we've we've sort of like we've gone through different faiths, haven't we? We've, we're Christian centre. I'm interested in faith. Some people Buddhist centre. We should we should some, go to a mosque. Some people hate faith and devout atheists. We're getting a bit deep, man. To the point of being religious about it and boring. Religious about faith. But no, I say embrace faith. And uh, but don't just. Just be careful. 
and um, <laughs> embrace faith but just be careful I don't know what this is supposed to do with that advice no I don't I don't know what I'm saying all I'm saying is <laughs> you shouldn't have a go at someone just because they've got a religious or got faith God you're like the Dalai Lama aren't you don't have a go at people just because they've got a religious faith. yeah people have said similar things to me before don't know like, why we're talking this is not making the like call like that Definitely um, not. I am so, I don't want to say I'm a prophet I think that would be you know going too far blow my own trumpet but um, I think it's going to be a good show tonight at the UCC and um, if it is then hi Netta you alright yeah it could be yeah right. not too bad thanks hello yeah so I think uh, <laughs> be a w wonderful show tonight and if I'm proved right then draw your own conclusions what, do, you, do you find it odd that if we uh, Normally, if we go to the pub, yeah. or we go to a pub to record it, I'll always see people that I know in there, right? Yeah. As we come and sit outside the fucking Christian centre, yeah. and you, you keep bumping into people who you know. What are you trying to say? No, you know, I go, I go to the cathedral at Christmas and... Oh, you're once a year, man, are you? Yeah. No, it's best time, innit? Best time. I wasn't that keen on the service last year. I agree. I wasn't that keen on the service last what, year. What did they do? Something different, did they? They had a the, uh, lady in doing some of the service, and I thought she was pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> she was a new act. Yeah, she'd probably just been bumped up to, you she know, pretty, yeah, she'd been to doing the up. Christmas thing. There'd been a cancellation. <laughs> she was out of her depth a bit. No know. one likes a Christmas audience. They're always tough. <laughs> they're always pissed. So, so they're always pissed, on <laughs> they're always pissed up. So, so the pros decided they would rather stay at home, and she yeah. took it as an opportunity to get in with a new yeah. promoter. Mm. She thought, brilliant. Yeah. Really, she'd only got a 10, and she agreed to do a half hour. You're silly right. Cow. She did stretch it out a bit. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, this has been fun, man. I've missed doing this. Yeah. I'd just like to uh, <laughs> apologise to the Dutch listeners. I didn't do a Dutch phrase this time. It's the first episode I've not done one since the last one, which was the, which was the first time I actually did a Dutch phrase, which was about Happy Easter, and that was ages ago. So <laughs> Lovely to see you, Matt. And you, Jay. Lovely. Well done. Um, yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Tell all your friends. Bye. Collins and Neil. Do that for every kick. I don't. Uh, we're not started, have we? No, we're not started yet. Yeah, thank God for that.